With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. But I have no fear. Keep my eyes. This is 1050 AM KCAA Loma Linda and 106.5 FM Yukaipa. Down to Super Bowl 50 is in progress. Five and a half hours until kickoff from Santa Clara, California. The 15-1 Carolina Panthers are the favorite. The Denver Broncos entering the game at 12-4 are the underdog in this one. It should be about 70 degrees at kickoff for this game in the greater San Francisco area. When you look at the matchup, Cam Newton, the MVP, newly minted last night of the league, had 35 touchdown passes on the season. Peyton Manning, who missed a bunch of games, had nine. And speaking of Manning, he says when it comes down to what he's doing on this Sunday, he wouldn't actually be here except for Brock Osweiler. Taking advantage of um, his study time, his repetitions, and hey, there's no question we would not be in this position without him and the way he played uh, in the games that he was in there. It's a credit to him for uh, uh, being a student of the game, studying, uh, being a real pro the Broncos are playing in the Super Bowl for the eighth time. Their record so far is 2-5 and five in the Super Bowl. As far as the NFL is concerned, Roger Goodell held his State of the State address and said that there'll be some differences in the NFL next year, starting with the helmets. We've also made tremendous improvements with equipment. Uh, there's technology that's coming in. There'll be a new helmet coming out this season. Uh, that is part and comes from a GE NFL Under Armour Challenge, which I think is going to be uh, a very positive step in trying to get better protection. Countdown to kickoff is on. The Super Bowl will kick just about 6.30 Eastern time. Lady Gaga will sing the national anthem. The Panthers are a five-and-a-half-point favorite as of right now. Jeff Nathanson, NBC Sports Radio, and the NBC Sports Radio mobile app. This is KCAA. Hi, Pat Matthews again. I want to talk to you about selling online. And when I say selling, I'm talking about your home, your car, and even buying a house or a new set of wheels. There's a new kid in town, and that's buysellmakeoffer.com. The revolution has already begun, and I invite you to be a part of it. You see, get in on the ground floor because buysellmakeoffer.com never charges item fees. Can you imagine what the other guys might charge you for selling a car on their site? let alone a house. Well, buysellmakeoffer.com doesn't do that. And you can use Skype and YouTube videos to sell your products, big or small. Go right now to buysellmakeoffer.com and set up your account for as little as $7.95 per month 
You can sell up to 50 items, and they'll give you the first 30 days free just to try it out. Remember, no per item fees. Join the revolution today. BuySellMakeOffer.com and tell them Pat Matthews sent you. Sometimes I get to thinking there's just not enough love and romance left in our lives today. And that's why I like to reminisce and to relive that first feeling of love and do it all over again. Did you boogie with your baby in the back row of the movie show? The Wolf Fans back all the way on KCAA at midnight, Friday and Saturday nights, coming in March. Don't miss The Wolfman on 1050 AM and 106.5 FM. From the KCAA Weather Center, I'm meteorologist Jim Rinaldi. There is a high wind watch in effect. Well, this morning, a clear sky, a sunny, warm day today with a high of 82. A mainly clear night tonight, low 52. Monday, sunny, high again, 82. Clear Monday night, low 54. Very warm on Tuesday with sunshine, temperatures climbing to 86. It's going to be sunny Wednesday and Thursday, high each day, 82. Friday, sunny, high 80. That's your weather forecast for this hour from KCAA 106.5 FM and 1050 AM. The stations that leave no listener behind. Gotcha Racing Live, heard only on KCAA, is your command center for racing news, the hottest interviews, and DIY projects. We are your destination for interviews with racers and fans, on-track interviews, in-shop interviews with engine builders, car restorers. Hear from our correspondents on live track car shows. Gotcha Racing Live. Start your engine and race on over to KCAA, 1050 AM, 106.5 FM every Saturday at our new time, 11 AM. Gotcha Racing live where we put you in the driver's seat Psst. hey you yeah you do you know where you are well you've done it now you're listening to kcaa loma linda your cnbc news station so expect the unexpected What have I learned so far? I've learned that dropping out of high school was my decision. But as a single mom, that decision affected more than just me. To set an example, I had to be the example. I found a free high school diploma program at Learn for Life that fits around my busy life. I have a team of teachers, tutors, and counselors that really care. I learn at my pace in an environment that is safe and comfortable. What have I learned so far? I've learned that I can change my life. Are you 14 to 19 years old and looking for a free high school diploma program with flexible meeting times? This program allows you to keep your job or important family responsibilities while earning your high school diploma. If you've fallen behind on credits or dropped out of school completely, get back on track with free tutoring, a caring faculty, and one-on-one attention. For more information on how to reach your graduation goal, visit learnforlife.org. That's L-E-A-R-N, the number four, L-I-F-E dot O-R-G. Or in Enroll today by calling 877-360-LEARN. That's 877-360-LEARN. K-C-A-A.
that held us down. But now it seems like things are Good morning. This is Empire Talks back. I'm Wallace Allen. That's Mr. Kenny Archibald letting you know we ain't going to give it up. Too much to go forward to. This is Black History Month. We have a black history figure here today. And uh, this woman is making history. She's made history. And uh, she's even threatened to uh, take me to the hoop. Uh, I, I don't know how much reputation her rep, how much her reputation will be boosted by beating up on an old man, but uh, I do know how it will be reduced if she leaves. How are you doing this morning, Miss Tamika? I'm doing great. Thank you so wonderful, much. Wonderful, wonderful. Let me get you to be sure to talk into that microphone. Yes, sir. We have a young lady here who is the director of athletics at the University of California Riverside, and she was just a few moments ago bragging about how great her women's basketball team is doing welcome to california thank you you come here from san antonio texas yes sir uh we our lakers lost to the spurs there last night uh you should have left a little bit more laker love there while you were there as you've come to california have you established yourself as a as a laker fan are we going to have a friendly interview or is this going to be kind of antagonistic it could be friendly. I've it been to the Lakers-Clippers <laughs> game in the Staples and got an opportunity to hang out in the box suite, so I, I'm a fan of L.A. right now. That's You know what? That's exactly the way I feel about the Clippers, too. I'm not a Clipper hater. I love L.A. mainly because if anything good happens in L.A., it happens good in the Inland Empire, and that's we all right. get to wallow in that sunshine. Speaking of sunshine, we've had a great day out here today. Beautiful. Beautiful day. You have uh, You have been charged. You know, you've got a great job. Yes. You've had uh, you were actually with the same type of title as the director of athletics at Clark University yes. in Atlanta. That's the place where I got my wife from, by the way. Wonderful. Yes. Well, actually, she came to California, and uh, I, I captured her while she was here, and we've gone back a couple of times. And I enjoy Atlanta, but I love California. Tell me what's the difference for you between being the director of athletics at Clark University and being the director of athletics at the University of California, Riverside? Well, um, the responsibilities are the same. We, uh, My focus is on our student-athletes. As a former student-athlete, I really take pride in their quality of their education, um, their experience, um, making sure that they have the life skills necessary to build careers and cha- be cha- champions while in college, but build careers after college. So um, that's pretty much the same. But um, coming from a Division One, um, a Division Two institution to a Division One institution, um, more fiscal responsibility. So fundraising is a, a huge fo- focus for me here at Riverside. Um, the other thing is that you know um, the infrastructure is a little different um, from coming from Clark Atlanta, mm-hmm. which is a historically black college and university. Um, we had a lot of resources, but fiscal and human resources was scarce. Um, but being at Riverside, I've learned more about the infrastructure here, and coming from a Division II um, infrastructure um, to Division One now, um, not so much has changed mm-hmm. um, in the last 10, 15 years here at Riverside. So. Um, Chancellor Kim gave me an opportunity to come and elevate the profile of our program. I'm very excited about that. I've always had an opportunity to build programs. I was able to build that at Clark Atlanta under um, Dr. Carlton E. Brown's presidency. Um, in five years as the athletic director, I won. Um, me and my team 
um, seven championships, and okay. I say it was a team effort from from the coaches doing their part, but administrators, the student support, and ultimately the president's support for us to um, do what we need to do to be a better program. And it's not new, but it's new. The idea of, uh, of women handling not women's athletics, but all, all of, of the yes. athletics. What yes. is the challenge there for you? Well, um, I think women um, don't as often boast what they've been doing in the department. I've been in intercollegiate athletics for 15 years, so I've worked my way from a student scholar athlete, full scholarship athlete, to a graduate assistant position, then to an assistant coach basketball and volleyball position, to then the the, the head coach basketball position. So uh, with those, I've learned a lot during, during that journey, um, more of the management of a program. I also did more administrative work in my latter years which was compliance, um, academic advising, um, was the number two in department in the department as a senior woman administrator. That's the highest ranking female official in the athletic department um, per the NCAA. So that's an appointment that is not, uh, it's a designation. Mm-hmm. Um, so that there's a lot of um, skills and expertise that come behind that position. So um, there are a lot of us in the country. Um, Sometimes um, as women, we have so much other responsibility, like wanting to balance a family, um, which is a high priority on my list as well. That's why I tell, um, I told the Inland Empire when I came here that I'm a person, not a position. So you'll see me uh, with my family. You'll see me with my kids spending time during, you know, during day and and night trying to make sure I give them the attention that they need. But also um, as as a administrator here in the city as a leader, I think it's important for me to be out in the community. So you'll see all of that as a sitting athletic director for UCR. Tell us about your family. Well, I have an eight-year-old daughter and um, a 12-year-old son. We're um, enjoying, I think, the quality of life in California they've enjoyed. Um, They they did a good transition, had a good time in in, um, San Antonio, but when I decided I was going to take the move to to UCR, um, my son started Googling, um, is that where... Golden State plays, okay. and mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. is that where the Lakers and the Clippers? So he's a basketball fan, as you would imagine. Um, my, my daughter thought about all the opportunities she would get to do some of the things she loved, like gymnastics and, and swimming. So um, every day, 60, 70 degrees and sunny every day, they really have enjoyed California. That you have young children uh, brings a, a very interesting um, concern for me, mm-hmm. that being that our college campuses, much like our churches, aren't used up all the time. Yes. And as the ability to to make those uh, resources available for our kids, uh, athletic uh, director, lady with children, mm-hmm. uh, what do you see the school's role can be in reaching out for either recruitment purposes or getting children to have a vested interest in being on the campus. The idea of bringing young people on campus long before they're ready to go to college. Right. I'm thinking in terms of uh, at, at uh, elementary school. Absolutely. Well, I'll tell you some things that I've done um, um, at previous institutions that I've kind of um, brought here to Riverside, and our team has just you know really jumped on top of it, and that is partnering with the schools. Um, I've been to the RUSD uh, Marino Valley. I just spoke to 1,600 girls in sports um, from um, the community at um, the Grove Church. It was an awesome opportunity. And it, my message is pretty, you know, 
similar everywhere I go. Uh, we've got to commit to connect, and that commitment is to the community. Um, I have no concern about my children um, attaining higher education. They've mm-hmm. grown up on college campuses. Yes. They're very comfortable on college campus. Uh, I want that for other young people in the community. So um, we've given tickets. Well, the challenge is, is that comfort available to children whose parents do not go to the college mm-hmm. or who have no college experience, but right. as a first-time first time. First time education buyer. Right, absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Well, UCR is a, an access institution. That's a part of our strategic plan. That's a part of me coming to this campus is to get out in the community more and let them invite them in. Um, we had some point become the Ivy Tower, and um, the community couldn't reach us. But now with the new chancellor, new leadership, um, we're getting more young people an opportunity to just come. We'll bust them in. I've gotten partners in education. Um, just last night we had um, the superintendents that, you know, attend the games. I get a chance to host them and show them the experience. Mm-hmm. We brought AVID programs. And so it's not about um, can you afford to get there. It's about reaching out to me as the athletic director or my staff and our coaches and saying we want to come. We'll figure out a way. We've got a lot of people in the community now that I've arrived and said I want them there that'll get them there. We had the 100 black men. Um, They came and they're bringing other young people. We have my sorority, Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated coming in March for a final game bringing their young people. We had a function. Folks, hang in here. We're talking to Miss Tamika Smith-Jones. Tamika Jones Smith, Tamika Jones Jones. Tamika, gonna, yes. Tamika, she's going to uh, possibly explain all those uh, 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 alternatives. But the main thing is that she is an Atlanta native. Uh, she is an active member of many professional organizations and committees. She is or has been a member of the National Association of Collegiate Directors of Athletics, National Association of Collegiate Women Athletic Administrators, NCAA Leadership Selection Committee for Ethnic Males and Females, and the Achieving Coaches Excellence Program Selection Committee. Smith-Jones has also served or presented to the NCAA Committee for Women's Athletics, NCAA Division II Athletic Directors Committee, and on and on and on. And as usual, we here at Empire Talks Back have the people who will aid us in figuring out the quest for excellence. We'll be right back after the short break and speak more with Miss Tamika Jones-Smith. Smith-Jones, our girl, right here. Tamika. Tamika. If I don't say Tamika next time, I'll have to do 50 push-ups right here at the table. We're going to do Tamika. I'll pay to see that. And I'll count them. I'll count them. I'll count them. I'll pay to see that one. Come on. After this short break. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. KCAA, where every day is a great day. KCAA, Loma Linda.
This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen. We are talking this morning to Miss Tamika Jones. Jones, and uh, she is the athletic, the director of athletics at the University of California Riverside. She has been newly installed since I think the 15th of June. She's been here long enough to enjoy California. She's brought her son and daughter out here, and she's very committed to the community. And one of the things that I'm concerned about is that since you're making history, what are we going to do to be sure that you don't become history? You've got to help these guys win over there. What's the deal? What, what's the pressure on you as the athletic director to uh, to do what? To win? To embed us deeper in the community? To uh, brand UCR? To knock USC off? What, what's what's your goal over there? What's your job? All of that. All, all of that. that. All okay. of that. Okay. Well, um, I think the first responsibility is to hire a good people and 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 I was lucky to inherit good people at UCR um, so one of the things that I did coming in was make sure that all of my coaches um, had a one-on-one with me were able to give me a, a assessment of their programs I have a good idea of what they need mm-hmm. so um, we've knocked off UCLA and men's soccer by the okay, way so you know okay I don't think we had a chance at USC yet so that, that's <laughs> the only reason you haven't beaten them yet. okay right excellent, excellent. but um, you uh, know is that why Pat Hayden's retiring <laughs> Is that possibly it? He just doesn't want to face up to the wrath that you can bring to the table? That could be the case. I'm not sure. They know I'm here. They know I'm here. Good thing that you're humble because otherwise we we may get something started. Yes. I'm going to keep keep pushing. Okay. Okay. Well, you know, um, another part of my responsibility, I believe, is building buzz. So we are the only Division I institution here in the Inland Empire. That's a large landscape. We talk about the Berkeleys, the UCLA's, had a, have a good colleague, Bernard Murris, the AD at Stanford. And I think people need to really know what's going on at Riverside. Okay. So one of my responsibilities is to make sure I elevate the profile everywhere I go. I don't turn down opportunities to brag on UCR, our Excellent. university, and our program. So resources is probably the key challenge, though. Um, even though we've got a full staff, we don't have the depth of staff that we need for a Division One program to really thrive. So an administrat- administration has been very supportive of me and, and my thoughts of what I need to build that. Um, Facilities-wise, we are trying to compete with the Big West Conference. Okay. I've been um, traveling. I'll be with full of at Fullerton this weekend with our women's basketball team. Got a chance to go to Irvine and some of the other um, campuses. Um, pretty stellar campuses. Pretty nice um, facilities. What, what are we lacking at UCR that you'd like to put there right away, if possible? An arena. An arena. How about that? Okay. How about that? And how big that would that arena oh, be? Oh, it would have to be, be big enough to have the capacity to host NC2A. So about 10,000, 15,000 would be ideal. About 15,000. Yes, okay. yes, We'll yes. put that on the wish list put, for you. Put that on the wish list. Okay. And, and it is on the master plan. So my chancellor has already been talking about that. And right now we just want to win championships um, in the classroom, on the courts, um, in the community. So I want our student athletes to be seen as Highlander heroes of this community. Um, and so a lot of that just about sharing the story, uh, managing the message, making sure that people are not talking about the old mm-hmm. things that they didn't like, but talk about the new, exciting things, innovative things that we're doing now. And all that credit really goes to our product that we put on the fields, and, and that's um, our student athletes and the coaches uh, recruit that, that talent. So um, it's it's an exciting time to mm-hmm. be a Highlander and a lot of work to be done. Very good, and we will uh, do what we can to support you. Part Thank of you. That, part of that is going to be to... Uh, 
find out about your program for bringing young people on campus. Yes. And we want to be you know, be part of uh, helping to helping to uh, get kids to come in and write their name on a tree somewhere. That, that Wonderful. Always, uh, that always Wonderful. helps. Now, one of the other things that, that we need to look at here is I look at my list of questions here. As you go to meetings across the country and all these organizations mm-hmm. that you belong to, um, question arises: Are are you are you the uh, example of what is coming and what should be, or do you find more of people who look like you uh, at these meetings? How many African American, Black African American directors of athletics do we run into across the country? A handful. A handful. Is that a big hand or a little hand? It's a little hand. A little hand. It's a little hand, and I know them all, and and outstanding ladies. That that right there says it's not enough. It's not enough. Anybody that can say, well, I know all of them. Yes, it's not enough. That means there's not enough. Yeah, it's it's not enough. Um, And I'll just be honest with you. I I really pride myself in in being a history maker, trailblazer, whatever uh, we want to call it. But I'm an illustration of hope, have always been. Illustration Uh, of hope. Yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And so when young people of color see me, I want them to be able to talk to me, reach me uh, by phone, by, you know, email or whatever their, you know, social media, whatever their mode is. I want to be able to share with them the opportunities they have for higher education, whether it's at Riverside or any any. educational institution um you know a lot of our young people just need to know they need to try college whether that's community college uh four-year you know historically black colleges um you know ivy league they have to know you know the only thing probably that's problematic about most of our kids or any kids about going to college because the idea of being away with other young people is is wonderful the idea of being there 24 hours seven with other young people but this issue of going to class yes you know getting grades and stuff like that really isn't hard not you know and i i did well when i returned to school after i had my cultural sure you know (laughs) my little cultural break there but going back to school made it very obvious to me that wow this is a lot easier than hustling up rent right (laughs) figuring out how to you know how to be somebody without being anybody Uh, so i I think it's a, a great thing how do we encourage more people to see your success and feel that they can duplicate or emulate that that's 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 a great um question and i think that we promote the um entertainment industry more so than we promote the rock stars that are in higher Mm -hmm. education Mm -hmm. i think we um show our young people too much of the glitz and glamour of an easy life what i've done for uh my family i I just got a call from jay-z (laughs) <laughs> yes. He said, it's not an easy life. It is not an it's, easy it's life. It's not an easy it life. An... There's a lot of hills to climb, a lot of uh, curves to get behind, and a lot of doors that you wish you hadn't opened, just like the ones that you do open. Uh, thanks for the call, Jay-Z. Okay, but... Thank you. Tell Bay I said hi. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so um, I think that we need more models in the community, um, like, you know, that will be able to take the time with young people. It's very difficult for... Um, people in my position to um, spend the time that, that's needed 
with young people, but you have to schedule it in. I schedule it in just like I schedule any executive meeting, business meeting, or other meeting that I have to spend time with community and make sure that the young people have an opportunity to ask me questions right. and me be a model for them. So we need more mentors, um, and we meet, need more people like yourself that will promote the good, positive things that, that we're doing. Let me beat you in basketball, and those things can happen. Well, yeah, I don't I, think that's going to happen. Okay, see what I'm talking about? That's okay. It's going to be for real, folks. It's not going to be a play thing. That'll it's be gonna, senior it's abuse. Senior be abuse. Senior she, abuse. She's going to somehow figure out how to brag about beating a, a, an old man here, you know, but that's okay because she may lose. It's, it's very possible. She's got game. But I could have a Kobe moment. You know, you could. Kobe's had a, an <laughs> old Kobe moment. Yeah, by the way, by the way, Kobe's had a couple Kobe moments. Yeah, like a Dobie, uh, more like a Dobie moment. <laughs> but the issue for many of our kids is that the same way we talk about college, we talk about vocational school, and there's some young people who go into athletics. Yes. That are, man, if I don't, if I don't make it. I don't know what, what to do. do. Okay, yeah. so we we've, we've got to uh, applaud the the desire and the passion, but we've also got to be realistic about the real. Right. That you know, there's I don't know how many football teams, but there's more than I can remember the names of. But there's not enough that will remember the name of everybody that's trying to try out and be on the team. That's correct. So the idea has to be some of these guys need something to fall back on, but then there's guys like. Cam Newton, and you could tell in high school, yeah. you know, that, yeah. wow, ooh, wow, you know, a matter of fact, uh, there was a big, I, I guess the conversation about that is over now, uh, Cam getting paid while he was in college. Sure. I, I think uh, we had uh, 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 Shaq last week or two weeks ago standing up talking about, oh, yeah, LSU had to pay. They paid big. Sure. Some of these guys are athletes. They're not, they're not going to be accountants they're going to need accountants right uh they're how do we deal with that part of it the, the the fact that okay we've got some people who are athletes we think they're such great athletes that i know you don't do it but you know people who do who figure out a way to bend the rule to sure you know to make these things happen so that you know, and the only thing that's problematic is these kids that are coming in, they're young, and so instead of being happy and taking some money and putting it in the bank, they buy a car, you know, and their friends say, well, where you get the money for the car? And then all of these, then all of a sudden the, the investigation up, the happens, investigation right? starting all of that. How, what is a scholarship? What does it smell like? What does it look like? What's legal? What's illegal? And when we get finished talking about that, why can't these guys just get a check? What's wrong with them getting paid? That's hey. You know what? We want to take a short break. Sure. Just to give you time to think about that, you know, because. And plus, I really want you to think seriously about what could happen if we get on the court. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I'm not trying to intimidate you. I'm trying to make you realize Never that. that there's no. Never that. There, there, there's no pride in beating on old people, and there's probably a lot of shame in losing to them. You want, you want to stay right in the middle there. You may. Anyway, this is Empire Talks. Back on Wallace Allen talking smack as usual. <laughs> Looking forward to the uh, game of the day so that I can get all of those people game who of the, want the pre- to. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? 
a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Game of the day. Well, me the and you. Yeah, versus, oh yeah, the pregame of the day. But, Cam you know, and somehow, I'm looking past that. You know, I, I'm looking for the big game. That might you be trying to get away from that. That might, be, might, that might set me up to lose. That might give you some more encouragement. Don't eat that apple. We'll be right back. This is Wallace Allen with Miss Tamika Smith-Jones. She is the athletic director at UCR, University of California in Riverside. And, hey, she may be inviting your child to come over, visit the campus, put their name on a tree, and get dedicated and moving toward a college education. We'll be right back. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. You're listening to KCAA, your good neighbor along the way. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen. I was speaking to witness Tamika Jones-Smith uh, during the break here as she's trying to get out of this basketball game that she's challenged me to. I'm, not, I'm thinking about it. But, you know, I'm thinking we might want to do it in front of people, you know, a fundraiser. Uh, so Staples. Staples Center. Sounds would, Because if you had your center here, we, you know, you had your arena here, we could do it here. But Staples Center, uh, you know, I don't know if you want to get your team and I'll get my team or you get – you can meet me at the Big West Championship. I'm surely my men's and women's team is going to be have there your this guys year. There. Yeah, yeah. And you know a Honda Center. You know that that would really be great for the okay. Inland Empire. I'm trying to make it easier for you. That so would it, really be great. That's for closer. The, you know. Yeah. And if you're able to do that, I'll tell you what. I'll just concede the game. I will write concede. a check instead. <laughs> okay. No, we're gonna play. <laughs> we'll play instead. Okay. Before before we went on this break and and before you tried to you know, take my mind off of beating you in basketball. Uh, we were talking about athletic scholarships, yes. you know, the intricacies of an athletic scholarship. Uh, you know, we hear about guys getting trips to the moon and all that kind of stuff. What are the limitations on an athletic scholarship? And 
what are some of the creative things you may have heard that people were able to do to entice an athlete? Well, um, every every year it, it gets more and more enticing, but a scholarship consists of your tuition fees, books, room, and board. Um, however, there's been new, new legislation that has just been um, added where you have a cost of attendance, which is um, that, that other cost that you may not be able to um, just have in hand mm-hmm. that we can give actually checks for student athletes to be able to take care of living expenses, food, mm-hmm. yep, the stipend. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think that's very beneficial. Um, you know, this notion of paying athletes, um, if you knew what the rigor of the day was for a student athlete, you would probably imagine they need to be paid. Yes. They can't get jobs. We barely, see, that's the other we, part. We barely give them opportunities for interns. They Many of them don't get a chance, most of them don't get a chance to study abroad. Those are some of the things that I would desire, especially at a high re- research mm-hmm. institution like UCR, that we get a chance to have our student-athletes to do some of those things, studying abroad. And, it's that's any entrepreneurial absolutely that they may have had, and especially if we're talking about people who know that I've got a one out of ten chance of becoming a pro. Absolutely. And so you're gonna go pro I'm, in something else. And for if, sure. if and if I'm meeting and greeting and dealing with all these people that and they're my friends and they're gonna go pro, it seems like the natural thing to do would be to move these people into some type of sports athletic, sports endeavors. Sports the business of sports, yeah. yes. Sure. Uh, and, and and that the 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 idea that I could be training my nephew I, I publish a newspaper. Training my, you know, I need people that don't charge a lot. Sure. I change my, train my nephew to be a photographer. Sure, sure. Tra- train my sure. associate to be a videographer. Sure. And they get good, and they can go make money in other places. Absolutely. But if he gets a scholarship to come to play, he could play volleyball. Sure. Tafase could play volleyball, especially on the girls' team. He liked that. I'm sure. But... But he he would have to give up his his videography. He could not go and go to the weddings and make money and do things that had nothing to do with sports. I think that's insane. Yeah, it's unfortunate um, from that perspective, and that's why I think you know athletic directors like myself understand the come, balance of who that. Who can I get to come? And argue that point because you're on my side. You're saying the same thing. It's yes, we should, no. we should be able to do something about that. No, um, I think you'll see more arguments um, regarding it. I think that that is on clearly on the table mm-hmm. with um, the NCAA and with the member institutions of what can we do to really balance the playing field. You now have a division of divisions. We're Division One, but we're mid-level, and now you have Power Five conferences where you're talking about the Cam Newtons and the, the mm-hmm. Shacks or the LSUs and the Auburns. People who are saying we can get along without the NCAA. You know, uh, and, that's, and that's probably the most ludicrous comment there, that, that people think that, you know, we can – do this without some governance Mm -hmm. Um, right now there's still such a separation amongst us that is is impossible for our student athletes to really feel a balance um, as a division one athlete they should be able to do some of the things that is going to allow them to build careers outside of sport and that's the internships that's the study abroad Um, you know they can't get the jobs that's why they they're looking for the cash Um, right now the cash the cost of attendance is a recruiting Mechanism. Okay. So institutions like Riverside, they can't afford to pay the cost of attendance. We can only give you the full scholarship. We're, we get pushed down at the bottom of the recruiting line right. because you have the other power conferences that, you know, give them three and four or five thousand dollars, depending on uh, what institution. So 
Um, now, three or four, five thousand dollars is that uh, an hour, a week, a month, <laughs> no, a semester? That, what are we? That's a year, typically a year. Typically yes, a year. yes, okay. but it's pretty good cash for. Uh, I mean, I, I remember going going to college and um, begging my parents to send me a hundred dollars. Right, and that would get me from I used to think one month to three telling, to the end of the year, probably. I always used to think that telling nephew sending twenty five bucks a month would be helpful. They say, yeah, okay, yeah, thanks no, a lot. Yeah, know. right. But it's still important that it's they important. do have some type of income that they can depend on. That's and, true. and whether it's that twenty five dollar check from aunt and uncle, but if you're an athlete. And you have the requirement to get up and go to work every morning. And you're going to work every morning. And, and you've got to go to class to prove. And you, you have know, to that, go to class to hit the court. So the idea is uh, some equity at some point. What do we, how would you do that? And do you think it's a good idea? Do you think athletes need to go into the union scenario? Or is it something that the universities need to do to acknowledge the need and start start dealing with that? I think that the universities need to um, assess the need. I think too many universities um, outside of your athletic department or key officials on the campus don't really understand athletics mm-hmm. and the intricacies of it. The The business side of it, um, you know, more people than, than probably should think that athletic departments are self-sufficient. That, you know, we, wait, we make all this money or um, from the academic side is sometimes... Um, frowned upon because you know you you're giving so much money to an athletic department and may not be giving as much money to the academic side of the house so there's internal challenges within universities um and i think you know being at riverside we're balancing that out and i think a lot of other institutions are trying to balance that out but the ones that that are penalized the most are the student athletes because what they're trying to do is come get a quality education Their sport is their access to the campus, and they want to have the skill sets and the tools that they need to be professionals. And many of them already know that they're not going to be professionals in sport. So when we don't give them the opportunity to not focus on being hungry, mm-hmm. not focus on being homeless, some of them, right, you know, right. not, we don't have a clue what some of them We're experience. Just far away from home with homesick, no, with no balance. We have of- international students that you know. It, can you imagine? Can you imagine coming from Mississippi? Can you imagine? Exactly. Okay, I don't need you to go from Indonesia. You, can you even come Mississippi. From Mississippi, right. Absolutely. And, you know, mama who cared about you, a little small town where everybody knew your name and everybody could tell when you were. Can't you know, even afford to come see you play. Can't come so see they've you made play. adjustments with that, too, where you can even bring, you can even um, mm-hmm. invest in your young people enough that they can get four-year scholarships now. So there are some good changes, I think, happening across the landscape, and I think that's because the students are voicing their concerns and and making others recognize what their real issues are. They are smiling every day, but behind that smile, they've got got a lot of challenges. And, and, And as an athletic director, I think from a female perspective, I come and nurture that. I see it. I, I try to do all I can to inquire more about it and fix it. Now, you admitted something or suggested something there that everybody wants to deny as, uh, you know, there, there's equal access means that everybody's equal and approaches things the same way. Mm-hmm. I, I don't think that's necessarily true or necessary in order to justify equal access. Right. I think the idea that some men are different in their coaching 
in their presence. Mm-hmm. Some men would be more nurturing and some would be more cold. And, sure. And to suggest that, wow, with women, we've got some women who can be more nurturing. And, and would we say just in general classing everybody, women tend to be more nurturing and concerned about the people more than men who seem to be more concerned about the system. I don't know if that's true or not. I don't know what part of that is true, but I did hear you say that you feel that you are more nurturing with the students than how you see other people do it and possibly more than men. How about other women? Um, well, you know. Do you see, these, do you see women that are uh, cold, analytical, uh, using computer readouts as uh, opposed to, I mean, that's the move with some of the coaching now. That's the move with uh, with, with baseball. They're right. doing that. Uh, some people are trying to bring that into basketball, certainly with football, that the computer takes my emotions out. This guy just, he blocks everybody out. Nobody ever gets around it. Right. We should have him in the game. Whereas the coach says, yeah, but I need somebody in there that when they get pressed that they're going to dig deep and say, I ain't going to get sure. deep. Sure, sure. So what are your thoughts on that? Well, I think, I think that the student athletes that we have today are requiring us to be more nurturing to be more um, compassionate, understanding them, to really get into fine details of who they are as individuals. So I think I would say, you know, across the landscape, athletic directors are looking at their responsibilities differently Mm -hmm. for a positive. Okay, so um, everything that I've seen um, in in my time um, has been progressive and transforming. And I think it's for you know, for the betterment of the student-athletes. Yeah, excellent. Now, you mentioned fundraising, and we mentioned how the bottom line on most programs on campus is that they've got to pay for themselves some kind of way. Sure. Uh, Athletics seem to be a means of not just paying for the athletic department, but for extending money or providing money into other departments. Is that true? That is true. That is true. Um, Not so much so on on UCR's campus, providing uh, money for other departments or... um, But if if, if things were perfect... But but in a perfect world, uh, that could be the case. But let me tell you, um, right now, we we are shifting money. So the athletic department pays for services on our campus. Mm-hmm. That you know, I don't totally agree with. Well, I mean, it's now just, you got to pay to rent a stadium. Correct. Okay? You know those types the of things. The stadium was built for, for you, you, and the only reason it was built was because the money that you made could afford them to build it. Well, to, to some extent. To some extent. Well, now this is the question: If Beyonce and Jay Z are going to make a lot of money to be the halftime show, and I can't miss that. We, we won't let you miss that. <laughs> okay. You've got a theater theater department on campus. Sure. How, you know, is our theater department uh, on a fundraising, under a demand to make money as they put on the shows and justify their access to the the theaters and stuff on campus the way athletics are? You would be surprised. I don't know if the way athletics is, but you'd be surprised that most campuses, especially like ours, um, the deans and, and professors have now become fundraising arms mm-hmm. of the campus because there's so much need so much growth so much um, we're aspiring to do it, it really takes all hands on deck so uh, we've we're very much more collaborative as campuses now it's not you know uh, siloed as you know I'm sure there's some that are still many mm-hmm. that are still mm-hmm. are but um, what I found at Riverside is more of a collaborative effort 
it's very clear everybody has to fundraise very it's good. not and so even in my department when I came in there were no fundraising goals and so I had to institute those and so my coaches had to understand this is what I need your discretionary fund to look like at the end of the day if you want to do this mm-hmm. now mm-hmm. our women's basketball team just went to Guadalupe um, the first month I got here that came from their fundraising so um, there are a lot of perks of um, being able to be self-sufficient in, in, in some way. Um, but we have a lot of student at, stu- student athletes that don't get an opportunity to even just get those skill sets like fundraising. We're going to take a short break. We're speaking to Tamika Smith-Jones. She is the uh, Director of Athletics at the University of California, Riverside. And we are going to get to your questions, guys. Uh, We'll be right back after this very short break. And when we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about the money and how it's needed and how you may be able to participate in helping uh, meet some of those fundraising goals. And we're going to take a couple of questions from some callers. All right. Okay. We'll be right back. This is Empower Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen, and I am planning to win a one-on-one basketball game against a really smart-talking local athletic director uh, here in the Inland Empire. I'm not going to say who it is because I don't want to embarrass Mrs. Jones. I mean, we'll talk about that later. We'll be right back. Publish your legal notice in West Side Story newspaper. For the best service and the best rates, call 909-384-8131. Publishing legal notices in the city and county of San Bernardino since 1990. West Side Story provides friendly expert service. Call 909-384-8131 to benefit from budget-friendly rates. Whether a fictitious business name, a name change, a divorce summons, or any other legal or public notice, call West Side Story newspaper, 909-384-8131. 909-384-8131. That's 909-384-8131. For more local radio every day, tune into KCAA Loma Linda. Shake my tree, baby. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen on the case for truth and justice with the right information to help improve the situation. We're speaking to Tamika Jones-Smith. She is the director of athletics at the University of California, Riverside. And part of her job is to bring a million dollars a day into that system. But she hasn't reached that goal, but no one else has either. I don't guess they told you that that's what you're supposed to do, but if you were able to do that. They didn't have to tell me. I knew. You already knew. knew. (laughs) And I'm going to get a million dollars from you today if you call me Tamika one more time. Did I say Tamika? I mean, they keep keep waving you off saying, it's Tamika. It's Tamika. I told you like a hat. Tam. Tam. Tamika. All right, that's your Ms. last. Jones. Don't mess it up again now. Miss Jones, I got okay. Right Mr. Wallace. Mr. Wallace, Miss Jones, I know what you're saying. <laughs> we'll get that straight. Million dollars a day. Million dollars a that's day. That's right. What is your plan? What What do people? What would you like for people to do to support UCR at this point? Well, it's it's very simple. I've been saying it since day one. I need three P's. Mm-hmm. I need them to promote UCR. Okay. That's building the buzz. So tell people about us. Um, with that promotion, I started a newsletter where they can actually get a, in, you know, encounter with me on what I've done for the whole month. 
basically in the community um, so that they can get more information about us before they become friends of athletics. You you can't be a friend of athletics and want to ask somebody to give money to a program if they don't have a return on the investment. So if they know more about you, then they'll be inquiring more. So that promotion is very important. Second thing is their presence. If they come to the games, I'm sure that the experience that they're going to have is going to be stellar. They're going to they're going to want to come back. You know, ticket receipts are, are a big part of our um, our you guys revenue. Got good hot dogs there. We have great. We have a full blown concessions. Um, we have the food trucks. Um, as uh, athletic director, I have a hospitality suite that I love to bring um, community community officials in and make sure they get a chance to engage with some of our campus officials. So that's been very good. You don't make people do push ups in there that lost basketball games. I to you, do, do not. You? I'm very cordial in that space. I try not to be as competitive in that space as I am when we go outside of that space. But I would make you do your push ups <laughs> in front of everybody right there. I'm just letting you know. So if you, you know, you. So I need I need them to promote UCR athletics. Yes. I need their presence. I need them at the games. The worst thing a student athlete can experience is an empty facility when okay. they're competing. And the third thing is I need them to find a way to partner with us. Now that's where I turn it back on the business owners and, okay. and the community and people that see the captive audience I have for them. Higher education, a college campus, athletics, you know, all the marketing opportunities you need. Um, Butts already in the seat. Gotcha. So um, if they have um, businesses or opportunities that they want to be promoted or they want to partner with us, co-brand with us, that's the partnership. I've talked to several different new partners of athletics since I've been here in six right. months because I'm building out a new athletic um, locker room facility. And it's going to be an innovative and creative space for all 300 of our student athletes. It's going to cost us $1.5 million. We need $3 million to make sure that we okay. get all the change orders and taken care of. You got that straight, Anthony? You got that. Okay. So, yeah. um, and we need, we need partners that can give us $1,000 or more to do that quickly because I want that done by August. So when the new recruiting class, the returning students get back on campus, they will come into a space and know in a year's time they've seen something happen. Are you having singular fundraising projects or is that one of two or three projects that you're working it's, on? It's, it's multiple projects that I'm working on. Okay. Uh, we have an event, Title Nine, 99 for Title Nine, that's coming up April the 9th um, that we are um, supporting our female sports um, and, and scholarship funding. We're, we're raising um, $50,000 for scholarships. We have, um, you know, our athletic association, which has an annual giving campaign, you know, the thermometer that goes yes, up, you yes, know. Yes. So um, that's going to be a large part of that rate, that um, fundraising effort. And so you can get um, incentives for being a part of that association and um, at all different levels. And it's a, you know, I can email that. It's on our website, go Highlanders with okay. an S on the end dot com. How's the track and field team? Our track and field, we just hired or appointed our new track coach, Nate Brown, who is a a product of this community and has been around for a while. He he is really an exciting coach. Um, has really recruited all of our student athletes under the um, former coach. He did a lot of the recruiting. And uh, we had our cross-country champion, Faith, who won the Big West this year. And a lot of our new – we've had our first track meet last week in northern Arizona. We had four record-breaking – um, student athletes that okay. broke career records for our program. So we're we're definitely on the rise there. Very good, very good. We hosted Big West last year, so we've got two track meets coming up this year. So people should come out and see some good athletes. We want to help promote 
promote you Good. and promote uh, UCR, obviously, and the athletic department. Um, uh, because the show is about to end and all of my braggadocious comments about <laughs> basketball and beating you, uh, you know, the reality is coming in. Sure. And um, I don't want you to actually meet me on the court because uh, I don't want you to get a bad reputation for beating up on old people. But I do want myself and the rest of my crew and everyone to uh, feel real comfortable about coming out and supporting you guys. Good, and I appreciate those that. things like that. So let's take a couple of calls here. Uh, Joe, we've got two people on the call. I think we've got one person with a concern about the environment. Uh, let's get his question first. Who is that? Hello, I'm, I'm Ron. I'm in uh, Hamilton Field, which is 20 minutes north of San Francisco, where uh, athletics is the big issue today. Oh, okay. What's going on up there? <laughs> well, my, my concerns are I mean, are I think that a football game up there in Santa Clara, but... Yeah, oh, Santa yeah. well, yeah, that's down the road. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that's south. I'm up north. And up north is Hamilton Air Force Base, which has been closed, and they built a lot of homes, and recently they built a beautiful gymnasium on a toxic-free site, but they're proposing a sports center on top of Landfill 26, which is approximately 50 acres, which is a military dump site on the ground. Now, they if someone... covered it. So... Now, the problem is, if you're going to put a sports center there with about a dozen vents that spew out 24-7 methane with all the toxic contaminants and particulates well, that are in the military dump site, I don't think it's a good thing to build a sports center where athletes have to have clean oxygen to support their athletics. Ron, I think you're absolutely right. And, uh, of course, I'd like to ask Ms. Uh, Tamika, how would you feel if someone gave you some land to build a stadium on and it had a little toxic waste on it? And said, oh, you know, it's just, how would you feel about that? What, I'd, be, I'd be very concerned, and, and I think uh, that we would need to get the environmental specialists in to um, make sure they prepare that land for um, what we're trying to use correctly. it for. So, right. yeah. And that is something to be concerned it about. It is very, uh, yes. It is. Because we're finding, well, the whole city of Flint, you know, they, right. they let exactly. their, that, that the whole city there go crazy uh, based on giving them bad Let, water. Yep. And while they're telling the kids there, we're going to drink that water, the state officials are drinking bottled water, right? Yes. Okay, we've got another question. Let's see, uh, who is this calling? Is that Mr. Evans? Good afternoon. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Evans. Morning. How are you, sir? Uh, first question for Tamika. Thank you, <laughs> sir. Thank you, sir. <laughs> Earlier she said, let me be honest with you. My question is, what was she doing before that? Right, right. I meant to bring her up on that, too. You know, I think she was probably talking about how she's going to beat me in basketball. And she's well, finally so said, well, let me tell that. the and truth now. The major goal of the program that she's administering in terms of the students that are part of the program, what is her goal for those students? My goal is for them to graduate. And in that process, I want to make sure that they have a great experience. Again, sports is the access to higher education. they got to know what the end goal is, and that is that we're building championships, not just on the court, in the classroom, but for life. Amen. I love that. Very good. Mr. Evans, uh, you attended an event yesterday. Maybe we'll get a chance to talk about that next week. It had to do with drones and people flying uh, drones uh, at uh, crazy speeds. I think it was an international drone race, correct? It was called the Grand Drone Prix. People were qualifying to go to Dubai in the middle of March 
and win a million dollars. A drone race with a million dollar prize. Now see, million dollars that would help. That would help. That would help. That would help Tamika with uh, the uh, fundraising here. I didn't get that information. They they must have already heard how smart I was, and they didn't want to bring that up. They wanted some other guy to win that, but. We'll get a chance to talk about that possibly next week, Leonard. I appreciate that. We do have a big football game coming up today. Yes. And we have, uh, uh, certainly, I would consider you an expert. Uh, give us uh, your comments, on, first of all. Oh, no, not you, expert, Mr. Mr. Garcia. I know that you are indeed the man. You you spent all your money. I know you bet let big talk, money. Let me on, talk. Let me you talk bet big me. money on Denver, right? That's no, that's no, I bet on the NFL. They're, they're not going to allow it, man. It's already fixed. It's fixed already, man. Come on. And footnote, if people want more information about the drones, International Drone Racing Association, IDRA, look it up on the Internet. You got it. We'll do that. Thank you, sir. So tell us about your feelings, Ms. Jones, about the game today. Well, I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be a good game game a competitive game I, I wanted to go down to the wire I could take overtime but um, if I had to do one little dance I'd do a dab right now for you L- listen most of the men most of the men that I talk about, talk to about this game have to immediately start talking about Cam Newton and how this he is come on Cam Newton talk to me about Cam Newton Cam Newton is is a bad man. He's an Auburn brother. You know, I'm a Southern girl, Georgia Peach. So, uh, but I love Peyton Manning as well. He's come back from tremendous injury. This this just demonstrates the world has got too much political correctness. The only thing that a woman is going to usually say about Cam Newton is how handsome he He is. He is very handsome. The man six foot five. He is six foot tall and he stay in the pocket. Everything that you want to stay in the pocket. He get the ball to the right player. He will run it in if he has to. That and last you know, minute, yeah. he's going to make the right play. He's a smart. He is. He is. And that's why I put my 50 push-ups on camp, and I hope you did, too. This is Empire Talks Back. I'm Wallace Allen. Tamika, thank you so much for thank joining us. Thank you for us. having me. And we will anticipate getting you to come back. We are in your corner thank all you. the way. I appreciate that's that. A, it's been a lot of fun. It's, it's our fun. We look forward to you coming back. We'll be back next week under two circumstances. One, if the good Lord's willing. Two, if the creek don't rise. God bless you. Thank you for hanging out. We'll see you then. Sports Radio Update starts now. Super Bowl 50 by the numbers. I'm Jeff Nathan.